I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Smack my girl's ass, tell her pinch me It's hard to believe I made something from nothing No hindsight discussions, I've been writing, I love it Welcome to the 3 Gig Sports Podcast Where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed Danny G and Jimmer in the house tonight with Jimmer's son Quentin Standing by to correct us Absolutely As we get along Something I just realized, dude, when that intro was going I, I feel like I have it timed. I, I've done it so often that at the exact same spot in the intro, I take a drink of whatever I'm drinking at the exact same time just to make sure it's not all like throaty or whatever. Yep. But tonight, by the way, uh, nice little present from the wife, some peanut butter whiskey going down tonight. Ooh. So What was the name of that? Yeah. What is it? I Screwball? It's called Screwball, yeah. Screwball, right. baby. Good yeah. stuff. And I'm not even peanut butter junkie. Yeah. This guy is. Yeah, big time. It was, uh, it's delicious, and so just what, sip on a little bit. What of Danny that. would do for peanut butter? Yeah, it's bad, man. It's pretty illegal, and probably every ninety percent of the countries across the world. Yeah, my son's learning about it too. So he uh, about peanut butter. Yeah, no, about oh. me with peanut butter. So he's oh. like, "Why do you eat peanut butter at night?" I'm like, "I I can't sleep, so I get up and I eat." And peanut butter is what I did as a kid. Apparently, I still have it. And uh, he's like. You know, you could just go back to sleep. <laughs> like, it doesn't work. And then this morning he came in and he's like, hey, you didn't eat all the peanut butter. I'm like, first of all, this is getting out of control. Okay. Yeah. Just slow down. You just worry about your own <laughs> habits there. How about your fruit snacks, huh, Holmes? Right. Come on, kid. Jeez. Oh, uh, but yeah, good shit. Um, we've got some fun stuff tonight. Obviously, the football games this weekend. We've got news yes. and notes from Jimmer. But I don't know. What else is going on, man? You know, it's been an interesting couple of days at work, right? In fact, I had a downright shitty week at work. One of them self-induced. And I don't I don't fuck up very often. It's very, very rare. Hold myself to that. Because you've been there a long time, right? Yep. Very how rare. How long? And, oh, 2010. So a week after that man over there was born. So uh, 12 years. Man. It's very rare. I'm uh, OCD about a lot of shit, so uh, I'm very meticulous. I had a dumb, dumb moment. Horribly bad that it, like, it was a good one, too. Like, plug the, plug parts of the dryer that haven't been plugged in a while. Ooh. Because it's also added stress from work. Cause they, all they do is just, like, demand more and more and more and more and more explanation, more and more email, more and more paperwork. Instead of just running your equipment. And while you're running your equipment, it has to run the fastest ever ran. Efficiently, well, though. Yeah, efficiency. Without that's, fucking it up, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, people that care about efficiency this much and document every single number, ones they're looking to sell. Conspiracy corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I don't know. I think I'd look good in Cargill. Maybe. Are you saying <laughs> something? <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> am I? Maybe. Yeah, so interesting shitty week. Topped it off with planting some trees today. At least I got to be outside in the beautiful weather. My shoulders are killing me, though. So, 
But other than that, it was actually a beautiful day out. I didn't take a break really either. I was like, it was fun to be out there. So nice. This yeah. is so perfect compared to the last couple of weeks. We've got 70s for the weekend up here in North Iowa, yep. so we'll take it. Sure. We're hitting some golf balls. I'm hitting some golf balls this weekend. That's for damn sure. Let's go. And we've yeah. got we've got some fights tomorrow night. We do. Oh so, no, not tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow during the day. During right? the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we got to figure wow. out what we're doing tomorrow. Yeah. That's where you got to watch these. Figure out what Lucas is doing. He's supposed to be here tonight, but evidently he's getting tractor parts, farming stuff up in there Canada, in Minnesota. Basically. Canada, yeah. Yeah. So, hey there. Uh, but, yeah, we'll go ahead and roll. Let's do it, buddy. So the biggest news, what I woke up to today at 5 o'clock in the morning, Christian McCaffrey has been traded to the 49ers in a blockbuster deal. Uh, the Panthers receive a second, third, fourth, and a fourth round pick this or 2023 pick round. Blah, 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 blah. I am messing up badly right now. Words. Sorry. Just, yeah, I know. I'm telling you, I've been frazzled this week. And a fifth round pick in the 2024 season. Bunch of questions I have for you. So you're you're gonna you're gonna have to listen to them and then you're gonna answer. There's a lot to unpack. It's all there's good. so much going on yeah. here. Don't go any further than the questions, because I guarantee the questions are gonna go down the line for you, okay? Yeah. So let's not deviate from them. Good fit? Yeah. Would it be the definition of the best fit possible? Yeah, probably a perfect fit. Yeah. Right? That first thing I thought of, I'm like, oh my God, dude stays healthy? Stupid. And they don't need him to run 50 million times because that offense runs a different style and they have, as in they run a different way and they run like three backs. Yeah. They'll run with their special back usually. Like they'll give them every bit of 20, 25 carries or 20, 25, um, Touches. Touches, I should yeah. say. Touches. But, uh, but oh, my God. I was like, we were talking the other day about him going where? And we uh, – uh, The Rams, possibly. L- we talked Lucas, to where he thought he – where he would get excited. Uh, the Bills. The yeah. Bills, right? This is way sweeter. 100%. Yeah. Because you know he will get used. Right. But there's also other questions. Yes. So what else? Number two. This should be a very easy question for you. Did the 49ers give up too much? Second, third, fourth this year, and a fifth next year. I don't even care about the fifth next year. Think about this year. Yeah, so they're built to win today. They're they're built to win right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so assuming health is out the window, he's going to be healthy He's one of the most talented players in the league. He fits that offense perfect. He's going to make them so much better. And they almost made the Super Bowl last year. So I'll say yes. Say, you know, get throw health out the window. Yes. Worth it. Does this make them a better all-around team by having Debo only go to receiver basically now? It'll be very minimum. I'm not saying he'll never touch running back again, but he's going to be back there a hell of a lot less now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Does that actually make them better? <clears throat> yeah, as long as they're able to continue to use Debo because he is still very important to that team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do have to disagree with you in the part that they gave up way too much for him. They gave up way too much. If it would have been just a second and maybe a fifth or, or something like that, okay. You gave away all your day two picks, gone. For a guy that hasn't been able to stay healthy, he's a very special player. He's MVP caliber, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. I just think it's a little much, especially running back, running back in today's era, because they almost they almost can plug in every any running back in that system, right? He's a different level running back. Don't get yeah. me wrong, and he'll kill, he'll take that 
let's say uh, their running backs or one individual running back averages 89 yards a game. That dude will average 110 yards a game. Yeah. You know, I get that. I, I just think that's a lot for a running back. I really do. It is a lot. It is a lot. And so when you talk about health and you throw that in there, the fact that the Niners are just injury plagued at the running back position anyway, and you add in one that is injury plagued himself, Mm -hmm. that argument I totally get, dude. I I totally get it. From their perspective, they're saying this is maybe the most talented running back in the league, at least top three, top five, right? Yep. Um, And if he performs how they expect, and they, like you said, they're not going to use him like a workhorse like in Carolina, right? So – they, they typically, what yeah. Shanahan does is he goes with a hot hand. Yep. And I think McCaffrey will be the hot hand a lot, uh, a right? regular basis. Um, yeah. But they won't necessarily have to use him like that. And if they can do it right, it's this is a Super Bowl year, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to compete with that team? So the question I have for you, though, is would you rather have all things considered right now, and we'll say even to make it healthy, we'll say a healthy season, We'll even say that give them the whole season healthy. With the Niners, would you rather have Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey? Hmm. Probably McCaffrey. I he he's got better hands. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing in my opinion. I think they're both really good runners. Um, they both find the hole and they fucking explode through it. God, I mean, Dalvin would be really good in San Francisco, though, too. So it's hard. I, I think so, I would go McCaffrey, though. So who's the who's the running back that is clearly, I want to say top, give me your top two running backs that are clearly above him. Christian McCaffrey, then. Um, who would I take? Healthy. Everything, no health considered, just flat out healthy. Yeah, I mean, so Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. and um, in my tongue is uh, Indy's uh, running back, you Jonathan said- Taylor. Jonathan Taylor and I'm sorry, that's what I said. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor and uh, Tennessee's. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Jesus, that's what. Yeah. My bad. That's yeah, it. I think those two. If I if I think hard about it, I think probably those two. Yeah. Okay. So Dalvin was probably the closest one. Do you think what I'm getting at, Danny, is do you think the Colts would have given them Jonathan Taylor for that haul? I know the Vikings better have thought twice. Like if that if they're offering you a second, third, fourth, and a fifth, I would heavily I wouldn't even be upset if the Vikings accepted that offer. That's well, my point. Yeah, I don't know because the Vikings are they also believe they can win in the next year or two, couple years, right? Yeah. They think they can get there. So I doubt it because he's so important. Same thing with Jonathan Taylor. Like right. I think Indy has this they haven't looked great, but I think they still feel like they're a step away from being able to be in the Super Bowl. Okay. So I don't think so. That got beat it one more time, and that's got to be I, the reason why I also think it's too much. Is you know that they're, you know that they they weren't happy with each other, right? Chris McCaffrey and the Panthers. You knew nobody was really not kicking down the door that badly. Otherwise, it would have been a long time a long time ago. I think the 49ers got hoodwinked in the sense of how much they believe another team was at the table offering. Yeah. Because I just don't think that you could convince me of a second, third, and fourth. I, that would that wouldn't that couldn't happen. It's the second round and the fourth, the third, fourth, and fifth. Yes, that. But the second is like to me. I I value a second round pick so much. Yeah, that is to me that is like just below that first. Obviously, just round, below first round. 
but you get the price of a second round versus that first round. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of times the second rounder could have been a first round. Could have been a first round. There could have been either injuries, maybe a little bit of trouble, or there was a couple questions. Maybe they're raw. They need something to clear up. But a second rounder is very – I mean, our our best offensive lineman or one of our best offensive linemen for the last few years has been Brian O'Neill, second-round pick. Yeah. You know, that's where – I take a lot of value in second-round picks. So it's got to be – that by itself, that's why I think it's so important that the second rounder should have been almost it. That and like a late round flyer with it. But yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. On its face, right yeah. now, today, it seems like damn. That, but they're going lot, for right? they're going for gold. At the end of the season, we'll know because they're they're yep. playing for now, right? Yeah. So the final two teams really that were in the hunt were them and the Rams. So I'm curious to see what the Rams threw out there, especially because they, they don't any, have shit. They didn't right? have draft picks. That's yeah. the reason why I'm thinking like there had to been like a mystery third team. That, that would have helped, yeah. That would have helped, like, push that up a little bit. Because, yeah, of course, they want to keep them from the Rams, but the Rams had nothing to offer. Right. And the know? Bills, apparently the Bills weren't even in the conversation at the last minute. It was these two. Okay. So, um, I'm curious I'm just, how they could have even made it competitive. Yeah, but. I'm just confused by that. I, I, I was like, it's almost like you're bidding against yourself when you felt like you still had to put out. Because it isn't like they were going to keep running. They want something for Christian McCaffrey. They know he's injury prone. They know he. So, they wanted to get rid of him right now. Okay, here, here's this. It was between those two teams. Perfect fit aside, we think he's going to be able to do great things if he stays healthy. Part of it had to be because they did not want the Rams to get him, right? It had to have been, but but they had nothing to offer. That's that's why I'm curious. I'm I don't so confused. Know what that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to know that. I would love to yeah. know what the Rams offer because unless they went way down the totem pole, like years out. Yeah, like, like a first in 2030 or something. Yeah, shit. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how far out we are. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many more years they have without a first, but it, they don't have a lot of draft picks. They traded right. a lot away, right? Yep. So I'm just curious. I, I want to know that. If that information ever came out, I would enjoy that one. So Agreed, man. We will continue with the Panthers, though. And that is the Panthers GM says they are not tanking despite Christian McCaffrey trade. And NFL rumors going around everywhere that they're looking at getting rid of another receiver. By the way, they already got rid of Robbie Anderson. But DJ Moore looks like a uh, uh, hot trade bait. Yeah, first off, DJ Moore, I'm going to be pissed if he goes to Green Bay. Because yes. that's going to change things a lot. Yes. Because uh, he's way better than what this year has been yep. for him. He's way better than his whole career has been there. Uh, right? Yeah, they have not had a legit quarterback. No, like you Aaron stick Rogers. him with – I, I don't oh. even care. If you even stick him with shitty-ass Kyler Murray, he's going to be a hell yeah. of a lot better, right? We can yeah. see something, right? Yeah, because, I mean, between like between us right now, he's better in Hollywood, right? Yes. Yeah, so yes. – yeah, and Hollywood's been great this year. Yeah. So imagine, right? Yep. Um. Yeah, They. so they said there's another receiver on the table, too. But they're not tanking. They're full of shit. They're tanking. Line so right. if you're if you're a coach, if you're a GM, whatever they decide, like who wants to go there right now? You know what right. I mean? They're, and then uh, now and now you're and now you're boning Steve Wilkes too. Who's does he really have an opportunity to keep this job? If you're, I want to see if I see another player go like a DJ Moore. That'll be I'll be like, dude. You're but you're boning this. If I were Steve Wilkes, I just wouldn't have taken it. I think I think you were on point the other day. You talked about that uh, O lineman. Um, they just paid him. They're like stud stud O line. Um, for I can't the Panthers. I I can't remember who what, you were talking it, about. Was it Moten? You might yes yeah that sounds right Moten. So I think what ends up happening is they're trying to get rid of the high value guys to save some cap and things like that. Maybe they're going to try to then bring people in and stuff, but. 
They're definitely tanking. They're going to um, get that first pick. Yeah. So if that happens, let's see. Is that where he's at? It just says offensive tackle. Okay, for the Panthers. Yeah, it was Taylor Moulton. That's, yeah. that's who they paid. So I'm with you. Yep. Watch out for the damn Chiefs in that one then because they are they looking for another they offensive have. lineman that can do both, that can pass block and run block. They have a good run blocking one. Chiefs, for, for either one of these guys. Either so one, DJ Travis Moore. Kelsey just restructured his contract for a reason. They're going to try to bring somebody in. Is it OBJ? Is it DJ Moore? Is so, it this lineman? We don't so know. So hold on a second. We're going to cut into the notes because I forgot to even put that in there. Oh, okay. I did. No, we're going to we're going to talk about this like right now, actually. All right. And that is there's a lot of movement across the NFL right now. A lot of weird moves happening for one, what is assumed for OBJ. Now, if DJ Moore is also on the block, there's some receivers and there's some teams that desperately need them, right? Yeah. But you said you just touched on one of them. You said uh, Travis Kelsey adjusted his contract, um, basically freeing up some some cap space for him. Yep. Looks like the target was OBJ. And I say was now. Yep, I'm listening. If you had a choice, if you were the Chiefs, which one are you going for? We'll say for this year. We're not even talking about longevity. For this year, you're going for it all, right? That's tough. Because I, I know OBJ's great, but DJ Moore doesn't get enough respect, man. That's really hard. Um Man, I, I don't, I don't even know if I have an answer. Either one of those guys, but I think because OBJ could bring a lot. You said don't think long term, but OBJ has the knee thing. So if I thought long term, I think DJ more because right. he doesn't have the injury history. Right. That's the reason why. I said, that's the only man. reason why I said that. Just for one year, because it's a one year rental anyway, because you're not adjusting your cap space for next year. Yeah. So we're talking about basically this year, anyways. Yeah, I think. All right, I think OBJ brings more defensive players to his side of the field. I think maybe I'd give OBJ the edge, but it's goddamn close, dude. It's really close, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. But we're going to keep rolling with the rumors because there's a, quite a few. The Bills have obviously been in the running. It's By the sounds of it, let's name the teams that we know of that are heavy hitters. Yeah. Bills. Yep. Packers. Yep. Chiefs. Rams. Rams. One more down south. Is it the Cowboys? Or is there another? There's someone else on south. The Cowboys were up there for a minute. They were. There's someone else, though, Uh, on the south. There's one more team that was. Because I was even thinking about the Rams and their return. I I honestly wasn't. Indy was one of them. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. Indy. No, uh, that was our own. I'm talking about, like, recently, like, heavy, serious talk was. Yeah, look it up. I. I'm looking That's at all I can think of right now, man. Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. That's I don't even care about Tampa Bay. They have. So I don't. Many I, well, I don't care about Tampa Bay. But, but you're right. But they, they a legit included. shot of getting him. Yeah. And I just black them yep. out. That's what I, yeah. yep. So, number one, I want your where's he going. I want your I want your prediction. I'll give you my prediction. Like we're calling it right now because it hasn't happened yet. And then which one's the best fit for him. Man. All right. So I'll start off by saying it's going to be the Bills or the Chiefs. Be- so, that sounds like two teams. Right. Man. Hold on. Okay. Let me, let okay. me get there. Okay. So the reason it would be a debate between the two, the Bills are the most likely to get to the Super Bowl. 
the Chiefs, he would be the guy. They don't have a guy. Travis Kelsey's the guy, but he's a tight end, right? Yep. They don't have a guy at the wide receiver position. Yep. Um, I know Green Bay is going to be up there because if they add him, they could make a run. Yep. Uh, but all right, if I were to make a bet right now, it'd be the Bills because of Von Miller. Okay. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, also, you said the best fit though would be the Chiefs. Or the best, because that was my second part of the question. Which one was your best fit? Not where he's going to end up, because you, you did say the Bills where he's going to end up. Where do you think the best fit is for him, though? Bills? It could be the same team. Man, um, I don't even know if that's true, because Josh Allen uses everybody so much better than Patty Mahomes does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Bills probably would be because of that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you two answers for the first one because I'm going to give you a dark horse. Oh, you get to give two answers? Give mine's a dark horse because I'm surprised you didn't bring this up yeah. because uh, there's also a shuffle. We talk about shuffling in the NFL of like contracts. That's a very dark horse, but okay. Go yeah, ahead. it is yeah. a dark horse. But, I mean, throw one out there. I do believe it is going to be the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the Chiefs because you don't make that move without it. I think the best fit for him is going to be, would be also the Chiefs. Now, when I say that, it's only because like he would look really good with the Bills, but I don't know if he'd get enough action. He uses all his receivers. Gabriel Davis, I love Gabe Davis. So they have a wide receiver too already. You know what I'm saying? He would just be kind of bumping him out, and then you know what I mean. I, it would be awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I think he'd be the legit number one in Kansas City. I think they run the system that would go for him too, because they also have to respect Travis Kelsey, and it opens up the receivers more because they do have some talented kind of speed guys. They have some possession guys in Juju and stuff like that. So he he might demand only like a one on one more times than we'd ever see, right? Yeah. Okay. He's most needed up in Green Bay. Out of all these teams, he's the most needed up in Green Bay, but he'll get the most attention up there because those other receivers aren't getting the. But if he runs a if he runs crisp routes, oh boy, we'll give you your shot and just catch the ball. Yeah. Right. The dark horse. Our Minnesota Vikings. Yes, sir. Justin Jefferson has been heavily recruiting this guy. They both went to LSU. They're buddies. They didn't go together at the same time, obviously, but. They're both uh, alumni. They're, they're friends. They chat. Um, we haven't made a move move when it comes to the financials yet, but we have cut a receiver and have an elevated one. Let's also mix in the biggest one, which a lot of people forget. Where did OBJ play last year? The Rams. Who was the offense coordinator of the Rams last year? That's true. Who's the, yeah. who's the head coach of the Vikings? Mr. McConnell, yeah. He has an accurate quarterback in Kirk Cousins. He needs to get his confidence back this year. I don't think we've seen a confident Kirk Cousins since week one, right? Like sporadically. You, or, you or see he it does, and you're like, he, you know what he's doing. You're yeah, like, like yeah. oh my God. And he, then he it's lights a fire, tomorrow. right? Yeah, yep. But you add, you add that because Thielen is a little different this year, right? Feels a little different. It, it, like age is kind of catching up, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm just saying, dark horse. I'm throwing it out there right now, dark horse. There's a lot of things that kind of line up there. We do not have the cap space. Nowhere near it. Putting that out there right now, don't have the cap space. They'd have to make some moves. We don't know what he would have to get paid yet, though, either. 
We don't. Two, Maybe you take that ACL issue. Like I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's going. Or if have. he's trying to really chase one. I mean, yeah, he would be chasing with Bills too. But up there, you're playing against a guy that you're obviously watching game tape. Justin Jefferson is drawing two people and a third set of eyes. Odell Beckham would be in heaven. Yeah. Like, hold on, you're gonna single cover me. Yeah. So all I have to do is chew into Kirk Cousins to remind him I'm on the other side of the field. That's all I have to do. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. I did that to Baker and some other guys. That's a good point. Hey, if we had another offensive weapon, we have a legit shot. Just as much as Green Bay, in my opinion. Green Bay elevates. We're, I mean, we're playing really well right now, but Green Bay all of a sudden would jump up. You know, might not lose another game type of thing, right? Because Aaron Rodgers. Because he actually has a guy, and he will target him. Yeah. He'd be like, this is how you catch a ball. He'll be talking to his rookies. This is how you catch a ball, boys. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Let me detour us for one second because I saw this video today and I wanted to bring it up to you. So I watched a video and I could not, I looked up the name of the receiver, but I couldn't find it. There was an interview with a receiver that used to play for Mike McDaniel. So the Miami head coach, yep. right? And he's like, when he talked to us about route running, he never talked to us about football route running. He would show us videos of Allen Iverson. And he's like, why do you think the crossover is so effective? And he's like, what? The, you know, the guys are like, what the fuck? Like, why? You know, he's like, because you get your opponent going in the completely opposite direction before you come back and take off. And then they started showing clips of like Stefan Diggs and guys like that who completely shake their guy off their boots and then take off. Yep. So these guys, so he was where before, was he at the Rams before McDaniels or was he at San Francisco? San Fran. San Fran. Yep. So when he was there, they didn't watch any football, nothing to improve their route running. They watched Allen Iverson and the guys that had good handles in the NBA, and that dramatically improved their route running, their getting separation and everything like that. Yeah. And so the idea was in the video, they're like, why do you think Tyreek and Waddle have been so good this year? They're able to get even more separation than with just their speed because that's what he does. Yeah. Focuses on what's needed, not football-related, but just this is how you think about it. I'm like, man, that dude looks creepy as fuck. Yeah. Okay, he looks weird as hell, but it sounds like he does have that mind. Like the outside of the box. Yeah. I thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with it. I'm listening. <laughs> I thought, because he looks like a nerd, because I don't think he ever played football. He looks like a nerd that is like pumping the numbers only and kind of looking at where the numbers go and stuff like that, you know? Yep. And I thought that you were going, I'm like, oh, great. Here we go with analytics 100%. I'm like, yeah, this is what the numbers say you should do. But yeah, no, that's that's real cool, actually. I like that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think that that's how you get your guys engaged. And they're like, oh, shit. Yep. Okay. So uh, we'll roll over to a little bit of college football. And that's LSU coach Brian Kelly uh, is frustrated with instant replay, saying it is ruining the game. So on the surface, I know what that looks like, sounds like. And we know me and you are definitely on the not Brian Kelly bandwagon. We're big fans, man. Weird son He's of a He's a dancer. Bitch. Yeah, dancer, and he has a wonderful southern voice. But the context of this, I don't know. He might actually half-ass have me sold, okay? So, and he actually pokes fun at his own thing, like talking about, like, the north, like being from the north. We'll bring up the article and what he, exactly he says. And that is, uh, his biggest concern was that it was just slowing the game down. So at one point in the Florida game, at least five instances where they stopped to re to do a review of a play. And he's like, 
after a few more days, he doubled down because he said that right at the press conference. And he said, 10 out of 10 times, the call stands on the field. He's like, unless it's an LSU call, right? <laughs> or is it just me? I just don't think they like the guy from up north. So what he's talking about, one play in particular, is that LSU linebacker Harold Perkins sacked uh, Gators quarterback and caused a fumble. Upon review, however, the call was reversed to an incompletion after instant replay officials ruled that Richardson's arm was moving forward. Brian Kelly was ex- uh, was explained by the uh, ref that if you break it down to the millisecond by a frame, his hand is slightly moving forward by a frame. And Kelly's like, so we're going to go to that level. It's amazing. Like instant replay is ruining the game. So he actually is getting me a little sold by that. On the surface, if I didn't get read into it, what, do you th- what are your thoughts? With that point in particular, I can get behind. You, you can't slow it down. You gotta, what you should have to do is play at a game speed and say, okay, what do I think? Yeah. When you slow it down that slow, that fucks everything up. It changes Anything, the perspective yeah. that it's not reality. You can't do that. So I can get behind that, but he's also a terrible coach. So I don't like that he said it. Right. I need somebody else to say it. Can, can somebody else say it? Which, which coach in college football do you like a lot? How about the other Kelly? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Chip? Yeah, I like Chip Kelly for college. Uh, for college. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, Urban Meyer is a great coach too, right? Even if he brought them shut up. the hell up, you can't. Uh, how are you keeping a straight face? <laughs> but no, I uh, I get what he's saying. Yeah. But th- there are also there's really good reasons to stop and make sure plays are called correctly. So I can get behind that. You know what I mean? Yep. But all right, let's flip it. There are a lot of games where momentum shifts, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your team's jacked, and you might go down and score a touchdown, but they stop everything. Then all of a sudden, where's your yeah. adrenaline go? Your momentum, and then you're like. You have fucking five, ten minutes to just chill. You give them the defense then a break. Your momentum yeah. was gone. Yep. The defense, even if the defense is balling out, and all of a sudden you slow down, and then the offense gets a chance to like yeah. regather themselves for a play. Like, hold on, this is what we're gonna do. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have replay. We don't need a replay on every damn thing. Otherwise, there shouldn't just there just shouldn't be refs. Yeah, it should be quick replay. Do we see the same thing as them? Yep. If we don't. Fucking change it. If you do, leave it as it is. Yep. It should not be this tick, tick, tick. Oh, 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 the ball moved. Tick, tick. Like that's, yep. we don't need that. Yep. Quick replay, get back to playing. And how that about, way, how about you just flip going. it back? Because you know in the NBA that they review like um, almost every shot, but definitely ones like towards the end of a quarter. Yeah. Mid game, literally during the game. So the score can change. From one quarter to the and next, if it was by a three, yeah. and you have to look up. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh yeah, your 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 big pinky toe was on the line of the three points, so it was only a two, and you went down a point. So, yeah, I'm actually he's kind of got kind of got me sold as moral of the story, especially he has a point on some of this stuff. Yeah, you know, I get it. I mean, so much about thing, but I'm with you. It, it needs to be live. That's yeah. let's go with that. It needs to be a live, full action clip. Yep. The only time I want to see. It slowed down to the millisecond or to a stop pause is if did you break the line for a touchdown? Not whether the ball is moving for a fumble. I don't give a shit about that because you can do that the way it's moving. Literally, I want I want a pause at the most furthest point of the ball yeah. and did it break that line. Yep. That's the I only like time that I want to see you freeze it. Yep. Right? And, and or that's the first the or the worst first down. view, by the way. Yeah. When they review, that's always the worst view. There's never a there's, good view. There's ten thousand cameras in yeah. that stadium, right? Yep. How in the hell? Fucking terrible. Yeah, agreed. 
Uh, let's see. Cards, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury had a heated exchange on the sideline in the second half of Thursday Night Football. The camera caught Murray saying, calm the fuck down. Yeah, so yeah, just you can go or I can go, go if you want to start it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Cliff. Nope. I don't think they brought him in to be this great offensive coordinator and do with Kyler as he used to do in uh, college, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, he came up from college. Texas Tech. That's right. He's not good. No. But Kyler is not deserving of the money that he's making. So he's not as good as what he's getting paid, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, But, goddamn, they just paid Kyler. So if this season goes down, it's going to be the coach that leaves, just for the record. But they don't like each other, obviously, right? So I'm with you. They both try to, like, scoot it under the bus afterwards and blah, blah, blah. It was just a little passion, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we were getting straight. No big deal. And it's a hoopla of the internet cranking it up. I think it is a little more than that. I think on this one it is. I'm, I think some play, quite a few of these do get blown out of proportion. I don't think that's the case on this one. I don't I don't mean between how exactly it was. I My two first impressions with this, Danny, when I watched this happen, was Kyler Murray runs his team. That I gathered that yes. right then. Yep. That was almost like, bitch, shut up. Like, you're lucky you have a job right now. I run this team. You don't. That's how it came off to me. Yeah, and if you're a legitimate coach who runs the team, when Kyler, he was not playing good in that game. No. He threw the ball really well to who? DeAndre Hopkins. Mr. Hopkins, who came back for his first game, right? But other yeah. than that, he didn't do shit. Yep. So if you're a legit coach, you come at me like that, you can sit the fuck down. We'll put somebody else out there. Yeah. He did not do that. The reason why he can't do that is deep down inside, I believe I'm going to ride your <laughs> coattails. Cliff Kingsbury knows he's a dog shit, uh, dog shit coach. Yeah. Now, for multiple reasons. I'm not just saying this to say this. Just, there's, there's, there isn't anything about this guy I don't like necessarily. I don't have anything out for him. There's a couple reasons why he should not have been an NFL coach, and this is the reason why Steve Wilkes did get fucked. And that's the coach that got ousted after one year, and Cliff's King, Cliff yep. King, Kingsbury came in. Number one, Cliff Kingsbury was a seven and five, six and six coach at Texas Tech. He runs an air raid offense, which does not really particularly work in the in the NFL. It does not. You may think it does when they won games, when they won games last year, and they do that. That is not it. What made it special last year, for instance, that defense was balling on a different level. Chandler Jones is getting after the quarterback, and they are making opportunistic plays. They kind of did it last night, too, actually. That's the reason why they got to win. Two return interceptions for touchdowns, right? Back to back. Back to back in a minute four yeah. apart. Okay? That was in the first half. Cliff should, have got, should, should never have been the head coach. No, that was the biggest joke. They they were doing this to, because he had like recruited him and he kind of like and they liked each other. Blah 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 blah, and they thought they were gonna tie two together. Cliff Kingsbury, nobody takes him serious. I guarantee that 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 team doesn't take. You know who calmed? Do you know who calmed Kyler Murray down? Was it Hopkins? Yeah, that's his guy. So yeah. Nobody. T- there's if you want gain control of that team, I don't even know if it's too late. He actually looks like a spoiled little brat. That's Kyler Murray. He looks like it. He is, yeah. That's what he looks like, and they just let him run whatever he said. They took that part out of the contract. They felt like they had to put that in the contract in the first place, which is funny. And then they take it out because it embarrassed him or whatever. Wouldn't be embarrassing if you just did your fucking job. Number two, I'm starting to think you have a serious you have a serious problem with short quarterbacks in the NFL. 
Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. Okay, that's funny. And they play almost exactly the same style, too. That's the reason why I also bring this up, because they don't go by the book. They're not the prototypical quarterback. Not I'm not talking about even size. They're not the prototypical quarterback where they're doing everything on a timing. They have to make something happen. Because they're shorter, they have to move outside the line behind them, right? Yeah. So they're kind of they're kind of the same thing, you know. They're kind of the same style. They don't even run the offense. That's the other reason why they don't really even run the air raid, really, because he's making stuff happen, right? Like he's kind of running back there, and it's it most of it isn't off of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can get the relationship between the two for yep. sure. But no, here's the deal, Seattle. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. It was New Orleans they played last night. I think I said Seattle earlier. But Kyler did not play good, man. 20-29 for 204, one touchdown. The reason they won this game was because of that defense, and Eno Benjamin balled out. Okay, Eno did, actually. Yep. Yeah, he played really well. But in reality, fucking Kyler got outplayed by the Red Rocket. Those two picks, yep, they hurt him. They hurt him yep. for sure. And one of them was the receiver. Though. They still almost won that game with two pick sixes. Yeah. Okay. Kyler is not that guy, man. You just got the maybe, you know what, in our opinion, the best wide receiver in the league. Yes. Back. Yep. And you targeted him 14 times. Cool. Like everything's that's great, great. But that's it. But you have other receivers. Yeah. And, he, and they don't use them. And that's kind of what, that's the reason why they are kind of the similar. So I can see the, and I'm not a Russell Wilson fan. I think that gets twisted because I think I have to pump the brakes on you. It's only because so I'm much. so, yeah. 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 I have to kind of bring you back some. Fair. I think he's a Hall of Famer because of the standards of it. The standards of the NFL and the Hall of Fame, honestly. And Kyler's a poor man version of him. He's even technically a smaller version of him. At least old boy's a muscle rocket, you know? I actually like that you said poor man's version because they're similar, but Russ in his prime was way better than Tyler has ever been. Yes, ever. And I don't even know if Kyler can ever get anywhere near what Russ's prime was. Yeah. They're almost similar right now. Almost. Now, today. Like today, yeah. Today. Yeah. But they are about yeah. So I'm actually I'm I'm with you, but I just sometimes got to reel you back. The short a the bit. short quarterback thing's funny though. It I mean, is. That's not intentional, but that's that's the way it's been with these two. Yeah. Yeah, and they kind of have similar styles too. I don't think you like that style very much. At least it doesn't feel like it because it doesn't. Their bad games are really bad, and their good games can be really spectacular. Yeah. But their spectacular games are because ad lib worked. Yeah. It worked on the fly, right? That's fair. I don't I don't mind ad lib work, but I just don't think. Like, if we talked about Russ like this, you know, 10, not quite 10 years ago, eight years years ago. ago, Five, six years ago. Yeah, something like that. It'd be different. I I think Russ would be higher, in my opinion, because I was a fan of him back then. Mm -hmm. But he had such a big fall off Mm -hmm. that that's what happened. And and, uh, Kyler has never really been that great to me ever, especially to get paid when he got paid. Yeah, he got paid so, a stupid amount. Yeah. Dak was more way worth more than that. I would take yeah, that. Like, He's at least got the leadership. Yes. I would play for and he'll, Dak. And he'll eat you the blame. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. You Did you catch some of his press conference, by the way? Like they Or not press conference. I kind of talked to him a couple days ago. No, I didn't. Nope. They're like, hey, uh, so what's your plan for this Sunday? Are you going to? And he's like, I'm playing. I'm playing. And Fucking he, love this and guy. Then, and, then he, and, shit, and then he, and then he, and then he, and then he kind of, and then he laughed too with his good, good grin. He's like, He's like, I'm not trying to be anything like that, but that, he's like, if it's my call, he's like, if it's my call, I'm playing. So, so he also didn't say overstep even. He didn't even like oh, outstep his coach. He just said his confidence came out, and then he also reeled her back a little bit to say, I, I stay within the team. Yeah. But I'm playing. Yeah. 
That's some know? like Peyton Manning shit. You yeah, know I'm not a I big, like I'm not a huge Dak guy, but I do. He's worth. He's definitely way higher than Kyler. That's not even close to me. So yeah. I, I would, I would take Dak a hundred times over. I'd probably take Dak over Kirk in the sense that Dak's confidence doesn't like disappear. I don't think, and that's huge for me. Kirk's yeah. does. Yep, agreed. You know, uh, we'll keep moving though. Uh, after missing all of last season, Mr. Kawhi Leonard opted not to start the game against the Lakers and came off the bench to maximize his limited minutes. First time since he's been with the team to come off the bench. He doesn't give a shit, man. You know? Uh, I mean, they won. They barely won, which was weird. They won 103 to 97, I think. And it was actually one of his clutch shots that sealed it. And that wasn't a game winner, but sealed 54 seconds left. He hit a 21-foot jump shot. And I think that's what Ended up kind of putting the nail in the coffin. Yeah, I like because I think that it's uh like Vegas odds or Clippers, uh, Bucks finals. So I was surprised. I thought the Clippers would put it to L.A. They didn't. But what I do like about the Clippers is Paul George and Kawhi don't give a shit about egos. Like definitely not. Paul George literally said, "I'm the number two. There's not one." I, and I did. Two. I gained more respect for Paul saying that. Yeah. There's no. There's no this that and the other like drama about. Who the guy is and stuff Who the like guy that. is. He's like, no, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the number two and I have no problem, you know? Yep. But Kawhi, when he's healthy, if he actually plays, yeah. he's one of the best in the league, man. So yeah. it's really cool to see him out there. I don't care about his interviews. He doesn't like to talk, but. He doesn't. Yeah. He, scored, he scored 14 in about 21 minutes. So not bad for your first game back, missing over a year. Yep. I still think that he thinks, uh, I'm not saying your health isn't the most important, but. When you're playing professional sports, sometimes he's the guy that's going to go way overboard the other way to make sure that everything is a million percent healthy a million percent before right. he goes yeah. out there instead of going banged up where you have like Kobe Bryant, like icing both knees, his elbows and everything in between the two minute break he gets throughout the whole game. Yeah. Not gets that he allowed because yeah. <laughs> the dude would you two you, minutes is it at one minute, 50 seconds. He's taking that shit off and ready to go back. Right. In. So, yeah. So you just. You may not see that near as much anymore. Uh, Charles, Oliviera, and Islam, Makachev, both make weight for the UFC 280 lightweight title fight tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, bro. It was pretty impressive watching Oliveira. Uh, his team was hyping him up to make sure he made that weight cut. It was a crazy cut. Mm-hmm. Oliveira is way bigger than Islam. In general, he's yes. way bigger. But I'm curious how the weight cut affects him. For the fight tomorrow, can he get rejuvenated back up enough? <laughs> Man, it's gonna take it a lot of needles, uh, a lot of hydration. Okay, he's gonna be on that IV for probably the next day. But I, uh, if everybody, if both are a hundred percent, I love Islam, but I think Oliver is better balanced and he's better at everything all around. I'd give okay. him the edge, and he's fighting for his belt. That he does not have as well. So yep. I'd give him the edge, but goddamn, it's gonna be a fucking awesome card tomorrow, dude. I think this is gonna be an awesome fight. I'm going to I, I wanna go I so badly am going towards Islam. But I've been punished enough the last few times that we go against Olivier, especially myself. And I'm like, he just does everything well. You know, he's he's learned how to strike, stand up and strike. He already was a pretty damn good jujitsu on the ground, everything else. He figured out to stand and bang, he, too. He was the aggressor against Gaethje. <coughs> that says so much. That's so rare, right? Yeah. That don't, 
That does happen, you know? He likes to come out and prove shit, man. So I'm so pumped for this shit. Islam is, you know, maybe tomorrow's not his day. Maybe it is. I don't know. Because he could get him on the ground and he could submit him for sure. Yep. But, God, tomorrow's going to be great. I don't give a shit what we do. We have to watch this shit. Yeah, we're watching it tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to figure out a way. Uh, Former two-time All-Pro running back Todd Gurley announces his official NFL retirement. Um, Little flashback. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm... It's nothing big, man. I just, he could have been so great. He could have been this era, like the, because we're in a passing era now. He could have been the best of this era right now, this like 10 year part, right? Yeah. Fucking knees. We got, yeah, knees. We got shorted. God, he was good. And was it, was it Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was it, both of his knees, too, by the way. And even with that, he fucking crushed it for the first couple years in the NFL, right? Oh, that sucks. He's retired. But, man, you know, it, it just goes to show you, we miss out on some really great talent sometimes because yep. of injuries, dude. Absolutely. Uh, It was a joy to watch him, though. From one running back to another. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins will have his knee scoped and will be out four to six weeks. I got to look at fantasy. I tried to pick up old boy uh, Kenyon Drake, but he's already I gone. I don't I know think. if I got him. Yeah, he's already gone. You might have got him, but some somebody got somebody him. Somebody did, yeah. Because his the other two are out there, and I'm like, I'm not. I told you I'm not chasing those. Kenyon may be the one, but I'm not going to chase the other two. I'm not going to sit here and keep doing that. J.K. is going to hit the free agent thing. Um. It's too bad because we may never get to see how special this kid really can be. Like, seriously, I'm telling you, I still make the belief right now, I still make the argument right now that multiple running backs were skipped over for shitty I shouldn't say shitty ass, but for Clyde's Edward Hilaire. One of them was Jonathan Taylor. The other one was J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. You don't know what injuries you're going to do. J.K. Dobbins is a different type of running back when he is out there and healthy. I gained so much respect for him watching him bang through that. that he was banged up uh, with Ohio State in that uh, yeah. bowl game, and he carried them. Yeah. What? So what do you think about McCaffrey going to the Niners? Should Baltimore have tried to get him? No. All right. That, so when I say no, it's like he just doesn't quite fit that system. Look at it, what Kenyon Drake I know did last week. I, I understand that, but they don't utilize him in the. They don't use their running backs. They don't utilize their running backs in the passing game. So it's either read option and Ravens. That's take basically off. a passing game, bro. I know it's not, but it well, basically no, no. Is, what right? I'm saying, what I'm saying is like I think he, I think Christian McCaffrey would do so much better. He he's so good in a traditional offense. Sure. So where he's going, that's the reason why I think this is the perfect fit where he's going. That's the reason why I think it's better than him going there than to the Bills. They run a traditional offense. They'll run everything, basically, but they will go under center They will because they like to run a zone read um, run game, you know? Yeah. So that's, a, that's the reason why it's a perfect option, and then they, they can turn that into a pass, and the pass goes to can go to the running back. Lamar Jackson, it's... Him running the ball almost as many times as the lead running back is running it. He doesn't pass to the running backs either. 
That's true. So I just don't fit. Not as nearly as much, I'm saying. Of course, he's always a touch better than what's out than what's there, of course. But it's, I think it, the best fit happened there. I think the Ravens should have stayed away because I don't know if he, you're going to pay the premium to get him and you're not going to utilize him the right way. Okay, that's fair. The Ravens need to do something, right? They can't. No receiver wants to go there because Lamar really doesn't enhance a receiver's money, mm-hmm. doesn't really enhance their career, right? So do, do what Ver- should they do? Do Veronese actually coming up just fine with him and Bates hasn't been out there since or Bateman he might be yeah Bateman might be back this might be back and Bateman does pretty well with him so he hasn't had his full receiving core since basically since they were winning right so Bateman back there I don't I I don't know if you necessarily need a bunch of receivers you need Mark Andrews you need a tight end for sure he loves his tight ends and I think DuVernay and I I had to gain some respect watching that game he's turned into a very nice Offensive piece for them. A very nice offensive yeah. piece because he was even running some for him too. But he's a perfect number two. I don't know if they have a legit number one. I don't think they need a legit number one, though. Not in that type of offense. I think they just need two really good guys. Duvernay, we don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm just saying I've seen a little bit from him, and I like Bateman. I think Bateman's a legit number two in this league. That's fair. I just think they, they have to figure out a way to get pressure off Lamar. Yeah. You know? that That's where I was going with that question, so... I just don't know if any other the how he get pressure off of himself in Lamar sense is him learn to not take off and actually read read take reads, you know two three receivers. They don't necessarily have bad ones. They don't. They have pretty damn good double tight ends, and he basically does one maybe two reads and takes off. Yeah, that's true. He that's kind of him now. I don't know if you can just stick a receiver in and they just plug and play and or their ball. You could give them the best receiver in the NFL. I just don't know if they would utilize him enough because he doesn't read it. Fair that's kind of him, I think. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I got for news and notes. I will give you my good strange all. I've been waiting to tell you this one, right? I've been waiting. Still in Tennessee. And we still have some more from Tennessee, too. Appreciate you. Very nice state. Stopped a few places yeah, there on our way down. It's a beautiful state. It yeah. actually is. But in Memphis, it is illegal for a woman to drive a car. Jesus Christ. Unless there is a man either running or walking in front of it, waving a red flag to warn approaching motorists and pedestrians. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even shut up, dude. I'm dead serious. That's some sarcastic shit we would say up here. You know what I mean? That's awesome. I'm like that. The first thing I thought of, I was like, so basically you're turning the dude into a pilot car. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. Oh my God. I, I'm thinking about buying a red flag. Yeah, and when need, my wife's like going to, to pull out of the driveway. Yeah. Just Let's go. That's in Memphis, right? Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. I'm in. I told Jesus, you that's a good one. That's, that's one from wild. the last couple. And I keep, that's fucking got, wild, man. That one's a good one. Uh, and I got a couple other good ones from there that you're going to like. But damn, yeah, red I, flag. I'm pretty jacked. All right, you ready? Which way you want to go first? You want to go college football? And then we'll get to our NFL? Yeah, let's do college, yep. We'll do some college football quick. And let's see, NCAA. And uh, I know the first one I want to talk about. I want to get it out of the way. Is I want to do Alabama Mississippi State. Alabama's coming off that loss. They're coming home. 
Mississippi State is ranked 24 in the nation. They're 5-2, and 2-2 two, two and two in the SEC, right? So, And they've surprised a few teams. Actually, if I pull that up, I'm going to look at their – I'm sure you already are. Yep, I got you, man. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go with some of their – they have some surprising wins already. They actually. have two in a – well, two in a row before Kentucky. They beat A&M and they beat Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Both very good teams. Yep. Uh, early in the year, they beat Memphis and Arizona. But, yeah, those are the two really big ones. They have them as 21-point underdogs. Now, I'm going to tell you what I believe in this one a little bit, and then I'm going to let you do your thing. You know, I kind of roll tight on this. So Yeah. But Alabama is going to whoop that ass. They are pissed. It's not going to be by 21, though. 21 is ah, – or if it is, I, I'm not ballsy enough to say it's 21. Nick Saban's pissed. He is. He has put them through the gauntlet after what was it, fifteen penalties or whatever the hell they had. You do realize Tennessee needed every bit of fifteen penalties, a record for a Nick Saban-led team, to beat Alabama at home at the basically the last second, right? Yeah. They are gonna thump Mississippi State. Do you think any different? No, I agree. Uh, Nick Saban has never lost two in a row. That hasn't happened. Never. Okay. Um, so I'm, yep. Yeah, I can't say they won't win. They're pissed about the loss. I would not bet on the, the 21. I'm not going to say Mississippi state covers, but they're going to be Mississippi state for sure. And I'm feeling, I will, I do, I, I do have big nuts, big enough nuts for this. I will say it will be by at least two touchdowns. It's not, I'm not going to okay. say 10 where it's a touchdown and a field goal. It'll be by at least two touchdowns. 21 might be getting a little up there, but We'll see. I guarantee he's pissed. This team will be straight. Yeah. I. Yep. I'm with you on that. I could even say 17. Okay. Yeah. But 21. 21 seems like just, uh, just seems a little if, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. Um, Let's get to. Let's get this one off the board, too. Let's yeah. get out of the way. What the fuck? Over under is 50 in this game you're about to talk about. Which one? I thought you were on the Iowa one. I am. Okay. What? It's up to 50? It is. What the fuck? Dude, that was at, that was at 49. <laughs> so unless... They're giving us 20 points. <laughs> they're giving us 20 points. So Ohio State is 30-point favorites. That just went up. It was 27 and a half. It just went up. People are buying Ohio oh State my God. hard. First off, I was going to get their ass whooped. Yeah. Right? There's no doubt there. The line is at 30. I'm telling you people right now, if you bet, you take Iowa to cover 30. Oh, actually, yeah, it'd be 40 to 10, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading that wrong. But regardless, Iowa's going to cover. They're going to cover. I'm not saying they're going to win. No. They're going to that Ohio de- State. That defense is not going to give up 40 fucking points because the offense no. isn't going to put up 10 probably, but whatever. I'm telling you, Iowa's going to cover the points, the 30. They're not going to lose by 30. That won't happen. And definitely take the under. Because Iowa's not going to put up the points, and Iowa's not going to give up that many points. So take the under. That's almost like a slam dunk. I don't care where it's at. C.J. Stroud is special, and I do believe he's going to be the Heisman Trophy winner, barring an injury. It does not matter. You are not going to do that to a Kirk Ferentz-led team on defense. The offense, yep, maybe. Agreed. Most likely. It's going to be, you know, 21-3. to They're going to beat us up. Ohio State's way better as far as talent goes and stuff. But it, that's the most that I could see is 20, may, something may, like that. I was just saying the most points given up, 28. I, I could see 28-7, 28-10. Yeah. But it's going to be like that. It's still not, you're not going to be anywhere in the vicinity of 50 points. It's yep. not going to happen. Yep. 
And that spread isn't going to hit either. Nope. There's going to be too much pride. There'll be something that happens that it's not going to. I just want to get, we want to get that off our chest right yeah, there. Yeah, get it like, done, knock it out. The fact that Vegas and people are buying into that, you need to jump on right now for, take Iowa and the points on that one. Yep. 30, stupid. 50 over under, under. Under. That may be my easiest pick I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And if it goes over, I, I'll, I'll take three shots of that shit. There's uh, no way. I will t- I will call three shots of this right now if that goes over 50. Your son's here as a witness. All and right. minus 30. Okay. It's got to be it's got to be both. It's got to be both. All right. Which may not be good either way. If it goes over 50, they're going to win by 30, right? No shit. Cuz I was not putting up 20. No, we're probably putting up 12 at the most. Like yeah. it's going to be bad, but Yep. Uh we'll roll into Syracuse and Clemson. Surprisingly talking about Syracuse and Clemson. Syracuse yeah. is 6 and 0. Yep. Uh, number fourteen in the nation. Clemson seven and zero, still sitting at number five. They haven't really impressed the the poll yet, so they've kind of just been sitting right there, even with Alabama's loss and some other movement. You sniff an upset. Clemson. It, this started off, by the way. Let me give you a little insight. Cle- this Clemson line start. It's at fourteen right now. That was twelve and a half, I do believe, when it opened. I yeah, I don't see it upset. No. Do you see it being inside that fourteen? Or do you think it's gonna be a little bit of something? No, it's gonna be close. I think it'll be closer than that. It, when you Syracuse hasn't played a lot of tough games, but if you look at the comparable games, Syracuse beat North Carolina State twenty four nine and Clemson beat them thirty to ten. Very close. North yeah. Carolina State same team. Syracuse hasn't really played a lot of really good teams. The best outside of that would maybe be Virginia. I, they nobody in the top twenty-five though. Okay. Clemson's better. They're gonna win, but I don't. I don't see that. No, but they won by ten is what I'd say. So I think okay. they cover that. Yep. They okay. cover. Uh, we already touched on that one. We're gonna roll down to quick one on Ole Miss LSU. We talked about LSU already. This is number seven versus LSU is five and two. It's not LSU isn't ranked, but it is in the bayou. Especially after what he just said. Do you see and LSU is one point favorites? Over under sixty five. What are you thinking? Old Miss number seven. Yeah, I don't care. Give me Old Miss. They're gonna win this game. They're winning this game, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. I think this is my second easiest one. This is on some of my own parlays I got going on right now. I Ole Miss to, to to win this game. Yeah, they're they they probably actually use that as poster board material to say make sure there's no replays in this fucking game and we beat their ass. Right. They're they're better than LSU. LSU's not that great this year. They have a lot of talent, yep. but they're not that great of a team. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we gotta get to. We're gonna get to yours. We'll get to yours because I know you want to talk about this one because you were going against two of kind of your little favorites. Yeah. One for this year and one for last year, building into this year also. Yeah, UCLA number nine in the nation, six and zero against number ten Oregon, five and one. Their only loss against number one Georgia to start the season. Look at that over under right now, seventy and a <laughs> half. Holy shit, that's gonna probably hit. Actually, yeah, though. yeah, dude. I'm thinking thirty-seven to forty. So you were on the same page, bro. Yeah. Who comes out I on am, top though? I'm nervous about this. Oregon's only loss was that thump into Georgia where they almost yeah. lost by 50, okay? Yep. Educated. UCLA, 
let's go to UCLA's schedule and see. They they played a lot of close games. Utah, they did beat. They they beat at that, Utah. That's, pre- right? that's definitely their best. Was that at win. Utah? Uh, that one was at Utah. Yep. yep, that's big. And that was huge. Uh, they ended up beating them by ten. Oregon, though, if we go to their schedule, they beat BYU. They beat them up by twenty one. Uh, and they, but then Georgia thumped them by almost fifty. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're very evenly matched. I think the coach. And the team is better. Their chemistry is better than UCLA. I think this is going to be a really fun game, almost yeah. exactly like you said, 40-37. I'm giving the slight edge to UCLA in this game. This is They're going to keep rolling. This is such a good game that a West Coast game is actually being played at 2.30 p.m. Yep. That doesn't happen. No, yeah. it doesn't happen. You're right. Yeah. They're doing this on purpose. They want most of the nation to see this, right? Yep. I'm going UCLA too. I think Chip Kelly's finally got his shit around, right? He's going against his old team, his old rival. Not rival. I shouldn't say rival. His old team. Yeah. He's going to show that. He's going to go up there and show. He's going to have to do it with res- That's his respect house, afterwards. Right? It's his house that he built. Yeah. He built that house. He built everything that went on, went into that. UCLA has a little more continuity, I think. They're still getting used to it. I mean, they still have a new coach. They have a new quarterback. Bo Nix came from uh, Auburn. Bonex isn't a bad quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but no. UCLA, I think, is uh, right there. Oregon has, yeah, I'm going to UCLA. Um, Oregon's favored by six and a half, so definitely taking, yeah. Taking They're that. covering at least. Covering at least. And I think it's going to hit the over. I think this is going to be a shootout. Son. Definitely agree. Whoever gets this ball last is winning this game type of situation. Yeah. Uh, we got to roll into another big one, and that is Texas versus Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. Texas is favored by six points over under 60. Where are we feeling? Oklahoma State. To win? Yeah. We are on the same page. Yep. Texas I, at Oklahoma State? I have. Oh, Texas is. Oh, the, oh it's what at the Oklahoma fuck? State. They are favored? Yeah. What is going Texas on? Texas is favored. This is, this is goddamn Vegas being dumb. No, they're not going to win this game. Oklahoma State at home. They love to play up for Texas, too, especially showing them we are the big dogs of the Big 12. And everyone's given their best in the Big 12 towards the exiting Texas team. Yeah. Oklahoma State has been the more of the cream of the crop recently there, right? In the Oklahoma State, I have money. Only... I I have Oklahoma State money. I have them on the money line. I have them on covering the spread. You know, I have money in this game. Yeah, their only loss was TCU, who's a very good team. Yeah. They lost by three. Lost by three. Texas is there. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, Oklahoma State's gonna win, man. Yep. Still won't drop Texas out of the 25. No, they'll, they'll be they'll 25 be number 25. On the dot. They'll be yeah. 25 on the dot at five and three. Yep. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to, uh, we don't actually have to touch on any more of these. There's a Penn State, Minnesota that's kind of intriguing, but that's just going to be a little slugger fest. Uh, over under 43 of that. Take the under if you are, if you do watch us. Um, other than that, do you didn't want to touch it? Did you want to touch any part of that? Nope. All We're right. Good. Let's roll where? NFL soon. Yep. 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 All right. What's the first game? Browns, Ravens? That's what we talked about. Right? That is what we're talking about. We're what like I thinking? said, we're trying to do a little, little different here. We're trying to do uh, like a six pack. No, oh, I think it's gonna be kind of seven, right? Yeah. But that's what we're trying to do. What'd you say, buddy? Who is? Oh, GHV's winning a game. Let's go. They're winning. 
There's Dominic ain't playing though, is he? Oh, my God, I'd be pissed. Dude, I already told him. Hey, for those of you listening, Garner has been not a great football team this year. We love the kids, but the, the team hasn't come together yet. Yep, young. They decided to add a game this week. So they added a game at the end of the season, and they're actually winning. We haven't won a game yet. We're winning 14 nothing. Appreciate the update, Quentin. Love that. Uh, yep, so you said you wanted to go Browns-Ravens. Browns, Ravens. I am so. going Ravens. I'm going Ravens because they have to. Yeah. This is a very we talked that we, the reason why we were going to bring this game up is that this is the Browns need to keep their head above water long enough for Deshaun. So they need this actually too. <laughs> but the Ravens, if you want to if you want to hang with the Bengals who I think the Bengals are going to streak. They've been streaking and I think they're continue to streak. Um they need this victory right now. They need to get right. Agreed, man. I I do think uh 45 and a half in the past it might seem high for these two teams. Mm-hmm. It could hit that or go over. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens' defense is bad. Amari Cooper, if you're playing him in fantasy, definitely play him this week. Their corners are not good. Um, but ultimately, the Ravens are going to win this game. I totally agree. With you, I'm going to do the – but I'm going to say that the Browns cover that six and a half, and I think it's going to be – because I think it's going to be a field goal. Normally, it's what it is, right? It is what it guys, is. So yeah. I don't know what's feeling weird about that. I don't know if they feel Lamar just going to blow it out of the roof because he's due – that's where I roll. Where are we going next? Lions and Cowboys, son. Them boys. Dak's coming back. What are you feeling, Jimmer? Uh, I am feeling I'm feeling Cowboys. And I think it because I'm starting to grow a little bit on Dak. I think it, a lot of people are getting a little too crazy with a uh, Red Rocket too. No shit. You know, and that defense is is special. It it sucks to say that, but that defense is damn good. So they're going to keep them. They're going to keep the high, one of the highest scoring offenses in the league outside of them playing the Patriots. They're going to knock them down a notch. The Lions can't stop anybody because they're also the worst defense in the league. And this is a get-right game right away. You know, um, I think you can see kind of like a well-balanced offense in this. You can actually probably see Zeke do a little bit in there. You can see uh, uh, Dak get, uh, finally get a touchdown pass this season. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Zeke will probably have his biggest game that we've seen in the last couple of years against the Lions. Dak's going to come back, look good. Dalton Schultz is going to look good. Mm. Uh, Cowboys are going to win this. Uh, six and a half, I, I take the over. I think they're going to win by a touchdown or more. So Okay, all right. So, do you, and we think the, are you taking the over under 48 and a half? That's tough because I don't know. Like, the Lions have a really good offense. But I don't know if they can keep up with this Cowboys defense. That's a right. Problem. So I could see the Cowboys winning like 30, 24 to 10 or something like that. Yep. But that still doesn't get it close. So yeah. I, I don't think so. Man. I think I'm taking the under also. So yeah. our next up, Colts, Titans. Colts 3-2-1, Titans 3-2 and two, coming off of a bye. Jonathan Taylor will be playing in this Jonathan game. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines actually will be back too from his concussion. Colts seem like they're kind of getting right a little bit, right? Tennessee playing a little bit more, a little better than we thought that they would. Division game. Titans already got one against them, right? Yeah, two weeks ago. So yeah. weird. They're so playing. weird that they're playing right then. Yeah. Do the Colts get that back? Yes. Colts get it back. Matt Ryan's playing great. 
He had almost 60 pass attempts last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the Titans' pass defense is dog shit. Uh, Even if Jonathan Taylor doesn't do much, because he won't have to, I think they're going to be fine. Mm. They win this game. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Titans are favored by two and a half. So, yeah, they cover. 41 and a half, though, that's pretty close. That's probably pretty close to where we're at. Yep. I'm right there with you. We're not going to be far off on this. I think we're having we're clicking tonight. We're lined up. Two best running backs in the league going against each other. Matt Ryan, I have to give the edge versus uh, Tannehill. Uh, technically, they have one more receiver than what the Titans have, <laughs> right. which is weird to say, right? Titans' only hope is that, that it's at home. I think Colts and that offensive line figured something out. And I'm going to roll with the Colts in this. Uh, that line is so damn close, as in the over-under is so damn close. I'm thinking 21 to 17. So technically, I'd probably go the under, but I would just stay away from it. It just feels too close for comfort. That half point also, throwing it up there. Because it could be 21 to 20. You're going to get hosed by that one point. Yep. Uh, but Tennessee's favored. Colster win. There it is. Agreed. Now, Jimmer, you wanted to talk a little bit about the Packers. Yes. And Washington Commanders. What do you got? The only reason why – why do we want to talk about that? Commanders are booty. They're missing their quarterback now. Um, Green Bay doesn't look good, but they should be able to smash the Commanders. I don't know. <laughs> Tough game, right? Well, they're four-and-a-half-point favorites, Green Bay is. What deserves four-and-a-half? Because Taylor Heineke's back there? Let's be careful because Taylor Heineke also led them to a playoff victory too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm picking the Commanders for the upset. Oh, let's go, buddy. I like it. I'm calling the Commanders for the upset. I'm going to jump off the Commanders completely if they end up losing this because, I, you know, I, I for some reason I have a soft spot for them and the Giants. I have no idea. Maybe it's because I hate the Cowboys and the Eagles so much. Could be the exact <laughs> could reason, be right? Shit. Yeah. But I'm jumping on because Taylor's going to jump into jump in there and uh, have himself a little bit of a decent game. He's going to have that 250, probably two, three touchdowns, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe two in the air, one on the ground, whatever. Um, the reason why I also say that is this could be the tipping point. Aaron Rodgers could do the Russell Wilson and say that he has an injury and be done for the season or be hobbled to come up with some sort of excuse and just want out. Like, there's nothing else I can do. We have a good defense. I have no offensive help. I am with you. So I'm not going to talk as much about that as you. I think Taylor Heineke was good, mm-hmm. but he only had Terry last year. Mm-hmm. Now he has Curtis Samuel. He has more running backs. That defense still isn't great, but they're going to be able to score more points than Green Bay. So I'm totally with you on that. Give me the commanders at home with all the controversy. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. Let's go. Let's dig it. Let's dig it. Uh, Are we on? Which one did you want? Jets Broncos is where we're going. Is that where we're going? Oh, yeah. That's where we're going. We're going. Yes, we're going to the Jets versus Broncos. And the reason why we picked this game is... The Broncos' defense are the Jets for real with uh, Zach Wilson back there. It has nothing to do with one Russell Wilson in that offense. Correct. Except for what the hell is going on with not using Melvin Gordon. You have Lata- And then you bring in Latavius Murphy off the street, and he's running the rock more than anybody oh, else. But, hey, just so you know, they did say Melvin Gordon's the starter this week. Even oh, though they? he basically said, I want out. Oh, did he say he wants out? Yeah. I thought he talked to the coach and they got on the same page, I heard. Well, so they interviewed him. Yep. Like, oh, so uh, we hear you're the starter this week. How do you feel about that? He's like, 
Well, that was a starter last week. How'd that turn out? Melvin Gordon's gone, dude. So unless this week is different, they they rush him 20-sometimes and everything, they haven't been playing him because he's a fumbleitis. You know what I'm saying? He fumbles the ball all they, the time. They could, so, so what you're telling me right there is that the Niners could have gotten Melvin Gordon for a hell of a lot cheaper, and Melvin Gordon, that offense would be pretty damn special. They, he, they would be. Not as special, big, but they would have been he, special. He's yeah. pretty quick and fast. I mean, he's yeah. not he's McCaffrey. Old. He's old. Yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah. He's not as old as what you think, though. I think he's like 27. He's getting close to 30. 28? Yeah. Is he close to 30 already? He's getting up there, yeah. Did you already look, or are you no, guessing? No, guessing. Look it up, though. I'm looking this up now, because I feel like we're kind of... I, I bet you 29 is right about where we're talking about. Okay. Which is kind of the downhill of a running back, too. Right. Um, he just fumbles a lot. He's talented, obviously, Yeah. but he fumbles. And they gave up on him. They're like, yeah, listen, you fumble too much, we're out, man. So, Big, fast back, too, right? Uh, let's see. You are a thousand percent correct. Twenty nine years old. Okay. On the money. Perfect. So kind of where the downhill slide starts. But uh, where are you going? Jets. Uh, not because of Zach yet. He's still proving himself. He's got a lot to do. The defense is playing up, obviously. So Russ is going to look worse than he has, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Give me the Jets close game because the Broncos defense is so fucking good. They've allowed, what, one touchdown in each game this year? That's it? Mm. Like, field goals don't count, but one touchdown. Yeah, give me the Jets in a close game. This is so rare that I'm going to see it over under 37.5 and, and legitimately f- think about going under. Yes, sir. The defense is both these teams. I actually don't think the Jets are going to move this ball very well at all either. I love Brees Hall, but I don't think he's going to have the heyday he has been having. He's going to run into a defense that he's not used so to So this seeing. is a field position game. This yeah. is going to be field position. Okay. I think the Broncos come away with this one, and that is Ooh. the only reason why I picked this. I'd, I'm not going to sit there and say Russell Wilson get right because that ain't happening. What I do believe, though, is the thin air of one Denver stadium. The defense of that team going against uh going against a unproven quarterback, really, honestly, and Zach Wilson, whether I like him or don't like him. And Russell Wilson just don't turn the ball over. Like we don't even need we, we can we can overpay you another week. Just don't be the reason we lose, right? There are two wins that they have. He wasn't the reason they won, right? Just don't yeah. be the reason we lose. So I think the Broncos are going to win this, not because they're better than the Jets. I think it's everything else goes into the factor in this. You know what? They have to, right? The yeah. Jets are overperforming. Yeah. The Broncos have to win if they want to stay in contention in that division. Yep. So I get you. Yep. Yeah. What do we got next? Oh, this is me, son. Yeah. Seahawks, Chargers. Here's the deal. Chargers defense has not played how we thought they would play this year. Their defense is super talented. They're supposed to be better than the what they've been playing. Seahawks offense has overperformed like hell. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, I mean, I mean, they've got a stud running back, right? Kenneth Walker's pretty good. He is He's breaking um, out in his own. Yeah, and obviously the quarterback's better than Russell Wilson. So, whew. are you calling the upset? I think you're leaning towards I, an upset I'm, right now. I'm so close. Chargers home field doesn't give them much. No. Yeah, in fact, that stadium is going to be packed with more Seahawks. By give me, by give me Seahawks. I'm taking Seahawks this week. You taking Seahawks? I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Yep. This is my upset of the week. Your upset of the week? Do yes. you want some? Rich and rare. Let's Do you go. want some rich and rare on this? One rich and rare. Let's One go. One rich and rare. Yep. 
The reason why we're doing this is because I'm going to take the Chargers because I'm a closet little Chargers fan. You are. That's fine. Especially Justin Herbert. He's so, a stud, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do that with you. I since my team is favored, it's at home, and you guys are supposed to be the number one overall pick. I'll give you the two to one odds. Okay. Okay. Seahawks do that. I'll take two. Okay. Okay. I'm in. But uh, I'm gonna go the other way, and it, it actually I don't have to even give you that much analysis on this one. They should not be in this game, for the record. They should not. But Geno is playing. Damn good football. You know what? I'm going to stop sugarcoating it. He's playing damn good football. Give a little bit of respect to fucking Geno Smith, right? Seahawks are scrappy. They do what they got to do. Chargers not been impressive on defense. This is going to depend on – this game is going to depend on how close it is if Keenan Allen's back, which I don't think he's going to be. He's a game-time decision right now. Yeah, he won't be – so he'll miss this because another receiver's hurt, so there's no way he's going to come in. Then they have a bye week, so he'll come back in two weeks. They said game-time, though. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. But that's what they say. Just for the record, I know I'm already planning on throwing Romeo Dobbs in at my for that spot. Haven't yeah. been able to play my boy, but I'm gonna roll with the Chargers. So, um, I think this is the last game we want to talk about. This bro. is the last game right here. Next one, right? Yep. And that is the Chiefs at Niners. This has the potential to be the game of the week. This is at the Niners. Kansas City is favored by one. So they're underdog at home, favored by one at the Niners. With Christian McCaffrey, don't know if he'll be caught up enough. Hopefully he will be. Um, where are you going? Here's my personal opinion. Okay. So what he said was, Mr. Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to play him much because he's got to acclimated. Mm-hmm. So he is the type of coach that says, if you can get to the hole fast, that's what I want. And that's what he's done with his track star running backs, right? Ooh, I saw that mouse running. He's up he's up top. Oh, he almost But in my opinion, McCaffrey's gonna have a big game this game. This week. Okay? I don't I don't care what Shanahan says. He's gonna play him and he's gonna have a good game. And it's gonna be the start of something special for the Niners. They're gonna beat the Chiefs. Chiefs are gonna be Two in a row in the losing column. We are not that far off page tonight. I don't know about... I'm not as sold on McCaffrey having his big game this game. I'm actually more on the let's get acclimated. If you want to go natural feel, that offense will be just fine. Like, hey, we run his own scheme. Every running back knows how to do his own scheme. Believe me. They, they salivate for that, right? Yeah. So... That being said, though, I don't know if they just want to make sure that he's good and, and like, get his feet wet a little bit. Jeff Wilson, you've been doing just fine with us. You know, kind of one of those things. They just got butt-fucked by the Falcons. They did. <laughs> okay. They got doubled up by the Falcons. <laughs> so, let's be real. <laughs> I just mean he's been doing just fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but I, they, they just got rocked, man. I I don't know. They don't want to lose again. It's a light case of sodomy. I know the Chiefs don't either, but the Niners have such a better defense. I, I'm with you. That That's the reason why I say we're not that much different in this one. 49ers do win this. I think they have too many weapons all around. Um, Jimmy G at home. I told you we go every other week. This is what's going to happen. They're, they're going to forget about Jimmy G's horrible week last week. They don't look like, oh, so... Look what you did to go overcome what you did. They didn't even want you. They were this close to training you. That's what every week, every other week's been, right? But the Niners are better on defense than the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are traveling over there. I'm riding with the Niners on this one also. Let's go. 
So I want to talk uh, basketball for a minute. So those are our NFL picks. Yep. Do you see your guy? We, it, we'll get more into basketball as we go along in the podcast, but yep. we just started the NBA season, right? Yeah. Your guy from Duke, he fucking balled out. Paulo? Huh? Oh, Paolo. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Go ahead. Yeah, he balled out the other night, dude. <coughs> Absolutely. First actual game in the NBA. What did he have? So I've got him on my fantasy in this work thing that we've got. Dude, what did he have? 26 points? Fucking just balling out. Let's take a look. Yeah, we'll see if we can actually pull it up. But, At least. yeah, so. Dude, dude, dude. Was that the Nets? 130 to 108? That same game? Yeah, dude. He, he's looking so good. I have to give you a little credit because I was worried about the whole he sweats and loses eight pounds a game thing, yeah. you know, but balled out, looked great. Orlando could be better than we think. Uh, the Nets just got thumped by Zion and the yeah. Pelicans. There, there's a lot of shit going on. What are you I, making of it so far? I So I just looked up the wrong team because of that, cause I was thinking about the, the other big boy, Zion, and I looked up that Pelicans game that we were talking about before. Uh, did you end up seeing what his what Palos was? It was the first time I did see something like that. It was the first I, time. I think it was twenty six. He had in that game. Yeah. 20, no, it was like his special stat line was like only been done by like, uh, like LeBron and somebody like one or two other players or something like that. I'm gonna look that up quick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Was that was that that was the first game? So that would have been Pistons, and they lost to the Pistons, right? They did. So Pablo had I had the full box score. Pablo had Paulo, sorry, had twenty seven points, nine rebounds, five assists, two blocks, eleven of eighteen shooting. The dude the dude's good. Yeah, I gotta give you credit, man. I, real team, real game in the NBA, and that's what he does. Yeah. Shit. I uh I've been sold on the man. I think he'll be just fine and he's he showed that in the we don't try to put too much stock into um, summer league, but summer league he was showing that, and that he was yeah. him, uh, our boy Murray, who's also yeah. been cleared for Saturday's game too, his uh, his NBA de- debut. Yep, I think he's legit too, and I think you're gonna see, yeah, two stars. Uh, yeah, okay. I think and Pelicans. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're gonna be at least the number four seed in the West this year if everyone stays healthy. I I totally agree. They could top, be higher. Top yeah. four. That means they're getting a home playoff series, as in they'll be the. Yeah, the and, NBA it's season. Gonna be, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna. It is gonna be fun. It, we have more as long as everyone stays healthy. We have way more to watch. The talent is being spread throughout the league. It's gonna be entertaining to watch. It's not gonna be entertaining to watch our guy LeBron. I know that. All right. Except I, for the. All-time scoring record. I mean, yeah, he'll get that. Here, here's I have two questions, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not going to dig into the NBA tonight, yep. but two questions. Yep. The Lakers and the Nets both look like dog shit. Yep. In their season opener. Which team is more likely to make the playoffs? Nets. Why? I think, and this, I think that they'll be hungrier to prove at the end of the day. That may sound corny because it doesn't seem like Durant's like real competitive. Doesn't seem like Kyrie is, but I think they also try to keep a, an image to a certain extent too. Yeah, I think it'll click just fine. Um, who else am I missing from theirs? Um, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons actually I watched one of his preseason games. We beat up on them all last year, right? 
the dude will be a difference maker. I did watch some of his game. He gets he's a defensive monster. He gets rebounds like no other. Still can't shoot a free throw to save his life and doesn't shoot the three. They don't need him to shoot a three. They just need him to help distribute and play some defense. Get this continuity together. They have more of an upside. LeBron don't play defense. When he gets lazy, he shoots threes. And he's my guy. He's one of my favorite players of all time. So, And the rest of the team is constructed horribly. The Nets, if you actually look what they have constructed, they have plenty of they have, they have plenty of role too. players. They have shoot. They have shooters. Yeah. You forget Patty Mills is there too. They have weapons, and I think they will be way better off as long as everyone stays healthy. The more continuity they get, I couldn't agree more. I think they're the biggest team that could upset the Bucks. The Bucks, sorry, this year, I really do. Yep. So last year I was big on them. Nobody was because Ben Simmons are like, oh, let's hate on him and everything. I don't care about his offense. He plays no. such good defense. Yeah. On every position. Okay. Yeah. So I think the Nets, don't worry about game one. Let's focus on what happens. Steve Nash might get cut. He might be he might get the axe because they don't like him. Yeah. Which is fine because he there's a coach doesn't matter with those guys. That and I don't think But I need them to run more non ISO type of plays. Yeah. They need to and, run well, an actual Steve, system. Steve Nash is not a very good coach. He actually cost him a few games himself. Yeah. So like, cause he doesn't know how to call plays out of timeout and all kinds of stuff. There's a big old running. You need some Jason Kidd who tells you to come up, hey, bump my glass so I can dump it and we'll pause the game because it'll go on the floor, right? Did you see that replay from last year? Yeah. He, he's like, hey, run into me. And because uh, who's a uh, – now I'm brain farting. Who's he co- the coach for right now? Jason Kidd. Jesus. It's not the Mavs. It's uh, – Yeah. Yeah. Me, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Mavs. Yeah. So he's like, hey – Run into me. You can literally see it in the camera. And it, the player runs into him, and he dumps something on the floor, and all of a sudden they have to stop the play. And he huddles and gets him going. Like, that's what you need is some kind of creative bullshit yep. to do You know, do your thing. All right, so I'm with you on that. Yep, I'm with the Nets. The Lakers are not going to be good. Right. Here's my second question. Right now, I gave you no heads up tonight. Who do you think has the odds-on favorite and will win the MVP this year? Oh. Yeah, you're definitely throwing. I'll give you mine. If you think about it. Okay. Luca's going to be the MVP. I think they're ready to give it to him. The league is. Yeah. I think the league is ready to give it to him. He might average a triple dub. And they could be the number one seed this year. So. You know, that's going to be hard to, that's going to be hard for me to beat. I think I I will guarantee you one thing. I guarantee it's not be, gonna be Jokic again. The reason why I say that will have nothing to do with like his stat line or anything. The NBA is tired; of, they'll be tired of giving it. That's unfortunately guys get hosed out of that, even if they are the best. That's even even right. Russ, right? Russ, they got tired of the triple dub. So Russ, uh, LeBron, they LeBron Obviously. should have at least two, three more, three yeah. more. Yeah, but earlier on, um, so I'm actually gonna go with your. I'm going to go with yours. I'm going to go with your personal favorite here, actually, on this one. And that is Mr. Joel Embiid. I think he made enough noise last year. Okay. Especially bringing it up. I think uh, they're not going to give it to Joker again. Embiid will have a more than good enough season. Yeah, he will play at that. He's been playing at a ridiculous level the last few years. I think it's be him. Very big dark horse, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Okay. Because I think Timberwolves have actually started heading in the right direction the last couple of years, and they've gotten even better pieces. I wish they would have kept Pat Beverly for their 
locker room and for their yeah. um, culture and shit like that. But I think they're gonna be just fine. And they, I think that Gobert thing really helps Cat. I really do. I think he him, doesn't have to do. He doesn't right? have to do that. Like yeah. now, now Gobert. Hey, I'm ready to just stay down here and hang and bang, bro. You can stay outside and shoot all you want. You do whatever you got to do. So, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that for sure. The NBA is coming to fruition right now, so I'm pretty jacked. This is gonna be good shit. What do you got? Unofficial. We're not gonna get sponsored by this by any stretch, but FanDuel, get on there if you do do a little bit of sports betting, ladies and gentlemen. Place they have it right now as a promo. You should look into this too. You play, I think it's like a five dollar bet on any NBA game for between now and like January. You get three months free NBA league pass. I already got it. I just need to put it into our type it into my oh, let's stuff go. at home. NBA league pass for free to place an NBA wager. Okay. I'm not even kidding. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Like, I haven't claimed my code yet. Because I, I figured I would kind of wait a little bit into it and try to get uh, a little longer, deeper into the season. But All right. Now, not NBA-related. Mm-hmm. We're going to go UFC real quick. Yep. Rattle them off, okay? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, big fights. We talked about Oliveira and Islam. Yeah. Aljamain Sterling, TJ Dillashaw. Who TJ, you got? I want to say TJ Dillashaw so goddamn bad, but I actually think Aljamain got something figured out, unfortunately. Okay. I'll go TJ in this. I think he's going to fuck him up. Ooh. Uh, Peter Yan against your guy, Sean. Sean O'Malley. O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. I think Peter Yan took a little step back from the Aljamain. Uh, he should have won the first first fight. We clearly seen that. And then Aljamain backed his talk up, and Peter Yan just didn't look interested in that fight. And I think he – O'Malley's hungry still. He wants to be the face. I think he's, I th- right? he's going to drop him. I really do. Dude, you're so right. Pideon against Aljamain, he didn't. He looked like he thought he deserved it, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of the same. He's like, why am I fighting Sean? He could easily slip up. I could see Sean winning. I would not put my money on it. Pideon is so fucking good. It, real quick, real quick, it's going to be one of two things. It's literally Sean O'Malley. It's going to be Pideon slipping up, Sean O'Malley knocking him out, or Pideon completely dominating O'Malley. Agreed. I'm with you on that, man. Awesome fight card tomorrow, though. Yes. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start to wrap it up, man. We're yep. about at that time. Do you have it to make sense? I do. What do you got, sir? So I told you about this guy that started relatively new. And he has plenty of – he gives me some ammunition. Right? <laughs> of course, yeah. So we're walking the road, break time. I'm smoking. He's kind of chatting with me. And you have to go to the road to smoke? Nah, right? for now. It's actually changing up. But right, regardless, don't smoke if you're a kid. It's bad don't for do you. It. It's really bad for you. Um, but that being said, we're having a chat. And weirdly, I don't think I've told you this one yet. I told you about, I don't think I told you. Have I told you about the corn yet? Okay. That one would be a different one. Uh, what did I tell you about him? Which one did I tell you about him? He did the... I don't. I know. I didn't tell you this one. Regardless, I'm like, oh, so how's everything? Uh, how's everything going? All that, and he gives me the sob story about his ex girlfriend, and he got he was in a weird place. They broke up. Blah blah blah. And he's he's finding himself. He's centering. Right. Um, yes. Being dead serious. That this dude gives me ammunition because I actually have more even on that. Remind me about that too. That's meditation, bro. Regardless. 
I can't remember how we got into the conversation of any kind, way, shape, or form, but he's like, yeah, I'm really trying to uh, try not to masturbate as much. He told you this? Yeah. We're like, we're boys or something. Like we've been, I barely know him, mind you. He just started. I kind of look at him like, like, what are you talking about? Like as much, like, are you an aggressive one that you go like 17 (laughs) times a day? Like, what, what are you talking about right now? Yeah, man, nah, he's like, yeah, I used to kind of masturbate a lot, but, you know, I just don't feel like it's, I just don't want to objectify women like that, you know, I don't want to think about them like that. Makes sense if you don't think about it, I'm going to say that right now, because, yeah, that isn't, to me, that's not objectifying, maybe it is, that isn't, to me. Not when you do it to yourself. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Regardless, but I look at him and tell, he, he's like, so I was like, so you're cutting back on masturbation to not objectify women. Yeah. I'm like, have you ever thought about dudes? Shut the fuck up. Here we go. <laughs> he just like looked at me. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, hey, bro. It's 2022. Oh, no. All I'm saying is you said that I nothing said that you had to quit, quit masturbating. You don't want to objectify women. Guess what you can do? Dudes don't mind being objectified. Yeah. Go ahead. Spank it to it. Jesus Christ. I just threw it into the, into the uncomfortable part. Like the objectifying, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not quit. But regardless, he's like, there makes sense if you don't think about it. Technically, it's like you, you just, you met me the week before, really. Jesus and that's what he comes with right out of the gate. I'm trying to cut back on masturbating. Well, Why good. you're a single guy objectifying to women. Okay. Hey, you know, props to you, but uh, then he got offended. Oh, that- no, he didn't get offended. He chuckled. He didn't get, like, offended, offended. He's, he's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm just saying. Just giving you options. Right. Okay. Like. You don't have to think of women. Then it's not objectifying women. You right. Know? What's the problem? And is it really objectifying if you actually just toss between the two? Right. You know, What's I mean, problem? whatever, whatever tosses it for you. I don't care. Or what about women that want to be objectified? You're right. Actually, that's another problem. You're not objectifying them. They want that. Right. That's what's up? They want that attention. Jesus. What it is. But yeah. Makes oh, sense. Oh, I got plenty more. Makes sense if you don't think about it, though. God damn. What are your words, words of wisdom? Man? I don't know. Sometimes, like... I'm open to having a chat and taking people out of the comfort zone and saying stuff and even opening up. Sometimes you just keep some shit to yourself, especially when you don't know someone that well. Yes. Right? Like you can keep that one to yourself for a while. Like, hey, maybe maybe we're more or maybe we're coworkers for at least a you know, six months. A year. A year. So, yeah. Maybe even if you were, even if we were like uh, cool enough to where we even hung out outside of there or something like at a you know, bar or whatever, you know. But before you go and give me something like that, I'm like, I don't even know what to say, so I'm gonna make it awkward. And that's I what don't I have did. a response. What do you want from me, Jesus? Yeah. yeah, you've worked with some interesting motherfuckers over there. Yeah, and we have even more that because these are set, when I start talking about work and the old employees, they start coming back. Right. Yeah. Jesus. So makes sense if you don't think about it. Tonight was sponsored by Phantom Fall Fest in Adventureland, Iowa. 
Make sure you check it out. And if you want some free tickets, we've got a couple left. Hit us up in the DMs. We'll get you down there. There's only about, uh, what are we at, nine, ten days left of that. They haven't done it in 50 years. It's a big deal. Uh, I know Valley Fair, like you mentioned a couple weeks ago, is not doing their thing. So it's a big deal. It's going to be fun. Bring the family, whatever. Uh, Just hit us up in the DMs, and we'll get you some tickets. But other than that, if you happen to find the podcast somewhere out there on the interwebs, make sure you like, subscribe, share the whole nine yards. But where's the podcast available, man? Anywhere and everywhere you gather your podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. YouTube, YouTube. Absolutely right there. And if you're trying to get jacked, tan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just get in better shape, there's an app out there you need to check out. It's called FitBod. Okay? It sets all your workouts up. You know, Jimmer, it even tells you what weights to lift. If you don't have a gym, it'll say, here's what you can do at home. Wouldn't that be a cool app to have? Hell yeah, that would be. Hell yeah. And what if you could save 25% with code 3GIG? Uh, I like saving money, Danny. Absolutely. Uh, especially at 25%. Are you kidding me? 25%. So check it out. FitBod at the Apple Play Store, the Google App Store, everywhere. Okay? Download FitBod. Use code 3 gigs. Save yourself some money. Get jacked before winter hits. And if you want us to tell a story, if you like what we talk about, you're like, hey, listen, they need to tell this funny-ass story. Slide into the DMs. Mm -hmm. We'll go ahead and do that. We'll share it out to everybody. Um, you know, Jimmer, if they slide into the DMs, what do you think? Would we tell that story? We would tell that story. Uh, loud and clear. If you want, we'll keep names out. If you want names in, I'll say the name too. Don't care. You let us know. Give us information. Doesn't necessarily even have to be funny. Just something very real. Yeah. Very real. Very interesting to people. We, yeah. we got it, man. We'll tell the story. Go ahead and do that. Slide into the DMs either way and we'll hook you up. But for tonight... We've got some UFC fights tomorrow. We've got college football. We've got NFL games Sunday. Be sure to watch that because we're going to come back early next week and talk about them. But tonight, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Gig Sports. We out.